Welcome back to another beautiful episode of Bold Perceptions, your favorite podcast on the market. And today, Alexia Catan, online therapist, is back. We just recorded with her. It was actually so good that we brought her back for round two. Special pop-up today. And this one's a little more focused towards the young 20s, young 30s age range, I would say. 20s, 30s. Disclude the young there. We're all young at heart. But today she's going to talk about positive ways to cope, um, why social media is not a good thing for comparison's sake, why Netflix is not a positive coping method, and a lot of other things that hit the nail right on the head in terms of relatability for this age group. So I'd highly suggest listening to this one. It's a quick one, but it is going to be one with a lasting impact, I would say. So buckle up real quick and hit play. I feel like I am searching for a relationship and I don't feel complete without one. Why is that? Not feeling complete without a relationship is going to be really important to pay attention to because this is going to be very problematic in future relationships. One really has to be able to sell themselves on themselves first before trying to convince someone else. A relationship oftentimes won't make you happy. Many times it's actually going to do the opposite because life is messy, therefore relationships are going to be messy. And the thing that we have to really understand with relationships is that we may look at very easily the positive, which is the connection, the positive connection that we can get in relationships. But in order to have a really positive, healthy connection, we also have to be willing to be vulnerable and understand that parts of ourselves as to the why in our life, the why we're doing things, and to how we can be comfortable with our vulnerability so that we can have that better connection. Also, this lack of sense of completeness can stem from needing outside validation. So I also recommend practicing self-validation by appreciating our abilities, by practicing gratitude, and enjoy spending time with ourselves so that people pick up on our ability to self-love because we do teach people how to treat ourselves. So the relationship that we have with ourselves is going to be the most important relationship. How do I stop comparing myself to everyone on social media? Comparing ourselves to people on social media is incredibly hard. And really one of the easiest ways to do it is if we were to avoid it altogether. But we know as a society right now that that is incredibly hard, especially also with everything that's going on right now. It is one of the easiest ways to stay connected to people. What I always like to remind my clients is that it must be a matching pair, P-A-I-R, of a situation before we compare. And the reason why I like to have this sentence structure in people's minds is because it really then allows us to challenge our thoughts, basically. And we really need to challenge them even further by asking ourselves, do we actually lead identical lives? Oftentimes, the answer is going to be no. Are we in the same place of our lives as each other? There's a quote that is said... Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle and 
your middle to someone else's end. It's really hard because we are not oftentimes in the same place as other people. And also we have to remind ourselves that people are not always quick to post the negative, to share the negative. Oftentimes it's a lot easier to share the positive because that's something that we're excited for. It's more comfortable for us. So it's also important to remind ourselves that people are not always rushing to share the negative. Also, the last thing I would recommend is to flip the script. Do you have things maybe that they would like in their life? Start looking at the things that you have that maybe the other person has said to you before that they wish they had or to be practicing the gratitude again and looking at the positive things that you have in your life that others may want. What are some ways to build my confidence? There are many ways that our confidence can be taken away. Fortunately, there are also many ways that we can build our confidence. The main thing that I would suggest for somebody to do is to really, really question our inner critic. To question whatever it is that we are thinking what if could happen. And the way that we can do this is by challenging and viewing things in the focal point of as if. If we were to live our life as if that could happen. As if I could do that. And really have some of that powerful focus on our life as if we can do things. And the second thing that I would do is to be practicing power statements about yourself, to be practicing positive self-affirmations. And lastly, it would be to take small risks. We know that when we can accomplish something that we thought we couldn't do before, it can build our self-confidence. So I definitely also recommend taking small, safe risks that we feel comfortable in to help build that confidence. Instead of dealing with my problems, I binge watch Netflix or end up indulging in some other distraction to get them off my mind. What is a healthier way I can deal with them? Netflix is a very easy way, especially now for many of us, to just sit around and watch to help us avoid dealing with our problems. However, the problem is is that we may not feel proud or productive that we just sat around. So I definitely recommend in participating in something that we can feel productive and physically productive. And an easy way to do that is through exercising. This is also helpful because it allows our body to naturally release body chemicals that other drugs and manufactured drugs help stimulate. Um, such as endorphins, and endorphins can help improve our mood. They can also help interact with pain receptors in the body. And I understand that we may not always be motivated in working out. I suggest for people to make the decision to work out after they put on their workout clothes. And it's very important to keep our workout clothes separate from our lazy clothes so that we can help keep that mindset. Um, maybe set a timer for 15 minutes so that you can work out and if the alarm goes off you want to stop fine great but if you want to continue that's also great Um, and it's just an easy way for us to kind of at least get started and at least get some form of physical activity in Um, 
And then lastly, it might be about picking an accountability partner. Obviously, it's going to help if this accountability partner is somebody that you are motivated by, that you are willing to listen to. Um, maybe this could be a, a close confidant or this could be um, somebody that is helping you with uh, inspirational things. Maybe they're not just helping you keep on track, but maybe they'll just help keeping you motivated with inspiration. Um, these things are really important to do. Um, lastly, the most important thing I think would be is to really assess why you are avoiding the problem. Um, is the problem maybe that it's binge watching to avoid filling out job applications or filling out school applications and to assess then what parts of the job application do you feel uncomfortable with? What parts of the school applications do you feel uncomfortable with? Is it maybe interviewing and then um, it would be practicing the interview process with somebody. You can practice this with your accountability partner um, or somebody else that you trust that maybe can help improve your interview skills. Maybe you feel you don't have a certain set of skills. Um, then it would be challenging your beliefs and having you look at are there other areas in your life that you are currently participating in that are utilizing those skills? Or is it that Maybe you want to take a class or a course that can help sharpen um, or give you those skills. And it would be looking at what are the small steps that you can do in order to help minimize the ways that you are using things to help avoid your problems. All I can think about during the week is getting to the weekend a party to deal with my stress. What is a better coping mechanism that I can use? Partying to blow off steam also has us blowing off our problems. So I think that it's helpful to maybe kind of look at some of the benefits of what our partying brings us and maybe it's that we're around friends. And then I would suggest trying to look at healthier options of things that you can do with your friends so that you can still keep the same benefit of your friends, which is one of the motivating factors as to why we want to go out because we're going to be around people that we like and to try and figure out other activities that you can go and do with those people that you like. I would also again suggest exercising um, and maybe this is a different form of exercising because sometimes when we need to blow off steam it's a little bit more anger and frustration behind it. So maybe it's participating in kickboxing, boxing, um, lifting weights, getting out more forms of heavier uh, internal aggression. and. It's not only important to neutralize our stress by doing meditation, practicing mindfulness, but it's also going to be important once we've neutralized the stress to actively participate in activities that help us feel joy, that help us feel pride, and that stimulate our overall growth. And we can do this by participating in activities that help teach us a new skill. We know that learning new skills build our confidence and help us to feel better to attack tasks. How can I be more productive? What are your best tips? To help be more productive, it also helps if we are able to break down our to-do list. And one way to do this is to separate tasks from important from urgent. 
We typically categorize everything that we need to do as important. But if we were to label it urgent, we are better able to separate that urgent needs to be done first, allowing us to shorten our to-do lists, which also can help minimize the anxiety that we feel looking at this long list. Also, it helps move over the things that are urgent become more critical and the things that are important are still necessary but are less critical. So it helps maybe minimize uh, the anxiety that we view when we're looking at everything as urgent, uh, as everything as important and instead of really focusing on that some important things are more urgent than others. I also think it's important to create a routine for your productivity. Now, for myself personally, I like to have my productivity day start on Sunday. And in this sense, I mean that we are cleaning, we are getting things organized so that for Monday, everything is fresh. We start Monday fresh, everything is clean, everything is done and taken care of. And I can be more clear and motivated about how my week is going to start. I have no motivation to do anything. What can I do to change that? What I suggest for people that have lack of motivation is to be assessing what around you are you using to motivate you? Are there things out there that motivate you? And... How frequently do you use those motivating factors? Are these motivating factors visibly present to remind you? And by this, I mean, such as quotes, vision board, past successes, or maybe it's just other people's inspirational stories. And are these visibly present? Do you keep these on a visual board at home? Do you keep them on your phone, which is always with you? How are you using this motivating uh, factors? Are you setting up alarms maybe that remind you to kick ass for the day? Um, Or an alarm that reminds you that you can do anything and these are just notifications that you set for yourself. Um, Another thing that I would suggest is, are there people around you that are motivated? Or do they help distract you negatively? Um, Again, it's really important that you're going to keep motivated if other people are around you are motivated. Um, But obviously, if these people are motivated and not making you feel bad about your motivation, um, that's really important to separate. Um, And then I would also suggest setting small, small goals that allow you to work towards what you are trying to be motivated in. Um, and, and being very generous with your expectation. And by this, I mean, and this is something that I often have conversations with clients about, is that your satisfaction should be dependent on if you are trying to be more motivated. Not your outcome, not after you performed the activity, did you feel motivation? Yes, it's great if you did, but we also want the practice of your journey to be the success of what it is that you're doing as well.